Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi everybody, my name is Vanessa and I'm Asami. Together we are Wine, Wine and Sympathy. sympathy. Yeah. Oh, we had a bit of a sing. Yeah. I think the reason why we had a bit of a sing is because we have a triple threat in the room with us. We do have a triple threat. Me. Oh, oh, oh. I'm no, just kidding. Me. Yeah, ah, Somebody else. Oh. No, we actually have, we have uh, an amazing yes. oh. actress and singer and dancer. Well, yeah. I think you're a triple threat. Yeah. She's in the room with us. But before we chat with her, sure. how are you, Dance? Oh, my God. I am feeling really good. Really? Because you're wearing a beanie. <laughs> I, well, it's chilly. It is chilly. And it just makes my ears feel comfortable to have my beanie. <laughs> what are you and feeling really good about? Um, well, and then just this lovely whatever we're drinking has made me feel really warm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're drinking a gorgeous prosecco, a rosé yes, prosecco. Rosé prosecco, mm. Mm, beautiful bottle, mm. beautiful bottle. So that's the reason why you're feeling good because you're half cut. Well, I mean, there are other reasons. Which I don't know that I'm allowed to talk about just yet, but oh, that's um, unfortunate. I mean, people will. It'll, they'll see it. It'll happen. They'll see why I'm really excited. And you know how they can see it? Is they can check out the Facebook, the Insta, right. and the Twitter, yes. which well, is Wine and Sympathy. Oh. Twitter doesn't really get updated much. Twitter is a sad place. I sent you 12 memes <laughs> to put on Twitter. I know. And every time I go on Twitter, it takes me to Send it over to me. Let me. <laughs> you go down the Twitter hole. Do you Have go you down the Twitter hole? Twitter? Dude, I go to. Oh, I'm a Twitsville. Twitter is just. It's, it's sad. Twitter is very sad and upsetting. Hand it over to me. Let me take over. All right, you can, you can take um, over and thanks for asking. I'm great. Yeah, I was about to. <laughs> You're preempting me. No. How are you? Next? I'm great. Yeah. I'm very tired. Yeah. Very busy. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually really excited to to welcome uh, a friend, yeah. somebody I was recently in a production with that probably didn't go anywhere, but. Um, I remember when I met this beautiful girl, we were in a casting table and we were doing a big script read and the script called for this beautiful person to sing and shut the front door. Oh my she God. broke into the song, I don't even remember the name of the song, and everyone just went, fuck, because ever, we got go- and we all like got teary and we got goosebumps and we're all looking around the script read going, fuck, fuck. Oh, by the way, I'm mouthing, what the fuck. Um, you can't this hear is that. It's explicit podcast. It's explicit podcast. <laughs> but it was insane, and I will. I remember looking at you, just going, "Oh well, you just got, you just got real with me." Oh my god! Well, I'm in the suspense. Tell us who's our guest. Chantal Elise. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome to Wine and Sympathy. Hello, thank you so much. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> what an intro. Seriously, that was one of the most amazing moments. I remember because you were just sitting there, yep. and I was with Sean uh, Dennehy. Yes. And I was just, and all of a sudden it was the cafe scene. And you're supposed to be cleaning a table. That's it. Oh, my God. What did you sing? I'm curious. It was actually a song written for this particular film. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't, um, 
can't sing it. It doesn't even have a name, I don't think. It's just um, the cafe song. It was a beautiful, yeah, it was a beautiful tune. Chantal's cafe song. (laughs) It was so good. Uh, Chantal is uh, represented by Ego Management Guys. You can find her on Instagram, Chantal Elise. You can also find her on IMDB and Vimeo. Vimeo. She is an up-and-coming Queensland actress who has not only done an indie short film this past weekend, she is now involved with the feature film director, Josh Hale, who recently run, won the Gold Coast Screen Professional of the Year for 2021 at the most recent Gold Coast Film Festival. That's correct. Yeah, yes. sweet. And you also... Thank you. You also just finished a production, um, I'm think, speaking for her, uh, for Spike Heels. Yes, yes, I did. Um, it, yeah, it was a theatre show in Brisbane, so I moved to Brisbane last year, and one of the first things I wanted to do was get involved in the theatre scene, because I'd been doing film for so long, um, and this opportunity came up to audition, and I got cast in this full-person play, and I was in a little ensemble, and it was just, it was great to be back on stage. Um, Wonderful. Who was it through? Uh, it was in Ad Astra Theatre in the Valley. Oh, yep. I know Ad Astra. Yeah. And the director was Pierce Gordon, who was also a fellow actor. Um, and, yeah, and I got to work with these amazing actors who had, you know, been to QUT and, and theatre was sort of their major, whereas I was coming from film. So that was very interesting. Um, and just, yeah, just the... I grew up performing in theatre and musical theatre. So to get back on stage and actually having a live audience and, and that, that thrill of opening night and actually every night, every night was super exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, I loved it. It was an amazing experience. Especially now, after the year we had. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Now, coming from film, did you find going into theatre to be difficult because it's a much larger performance that you have to give? I, I personally didn't. I think uh, because I had that starting and I was doing musical theatre when I was younger and you have to be big and expressive and everything, I think I just sort of slipped back in, which sure. was really nice. Mm. I, just, I just remember the audition was quite different because obviously at a, a film audition, you just sort of stand there like a self-tape. Um, and it's very stand and deliver. But yeah. I, f- I forgot that in theatre, like, you command that stage and you have, like, everything you're doing and everyone can see what you're doing, little movements with your hands and stuff like that. So, yeah, I remember being in the audition room and going, oh, okay, this is a little different. It's a different, but I'm, I'm going to adapt. So it was good. No, yeah. that's wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. Oh, sorry, you will hear a couple of uh, toots, that's the trains in the background, and a couple of jingles, that's our little pussycat. <laughs> now, you were on an indie short film shoot this past weekend. I was, I was. Um, came out of the blue, actually. I was actually approached on Instagram um, by this filmmaker who had studied at um, the New York Film Academy, which is where I studied back in 2014. And he's, he was very upfront and he said, look, I'm a filmmaker, I, I've seen your stuff, I've seen a couple of your videos and your singing video and I'm very interested and, um, you know, on Instagram, you have to sort of be careful sometimes. <laughs> you don't know who's, who's messaging. But I sort of I did my research and, and then got back to him and said, thank you so much. And then I ended up auditioning. And then the director got back to me and said, I want you in my film. Um, and there I was on a set yesterday meeting the director in the first AD and then filming all day with them. So that was, that was a great experience. That's amazing. It's fun how that happens, hey? Yeah. Mm. It's very cool. How many short films have you done? Oh, my goodness. Um... Oof, uh, easily over 10, I would say. Yep, and the first ever short film that you did. First ever, ooh, it was actually a trailer. So, uh, well, what? I did, the first thing I did was a trailer, and then through that I met a woman who cast me in a short film. And my first ever short film, it was very exciting. I, um, I did this role where I played a very young mother, so back in wartime, so I, you know, got dressed up in the whole 1940s. Gear. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. And, um... 
I got nominated for, for my role as this young mother and, and at the Australian Screen Industry Network Awards. That's excellent. Yeah. And, you know, here's me, 18-year-old, rocking up, meeting all these people, and then I won Best Actress, which was <laughs> crazy. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well done. That, that is insane, actually, because for your first production, well, short film, yeah. to, to, be, to be winning all those accolades, what did it feel like when you, when you won? I think I was just, I, I wasn't known, so I just sort of, you know, came up and accepted my award and then I said this speech and, and I met some people came up, uh, up to me afterwards saying, I really want to see you in this film and, you know, because it's a, it's a peer-nominated thing, so people, you had to send this sort of link out and people had to watch and vote for you and stuff. So, you know, I, I was standing up there going, oh my gosh, people loved what I did, that was an amazing sort of experience and yeah. accomplishment and it just made me, you know, it set the bar for me and I'm like, okay, well, what can I do, what can I do to like go further and keep doing this and 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 then a, a couple of years later I, I did another I did a web series um and I got nominated I wasn't the lead I was sort of like a supporting and I got nominated again and I won again for the second Fantastic. time <laughs> so now that that was growing pains yes. wasn't it Both well TVs. done thank yes. you yes. guys you can find these online yeah. uh yes growing pains definitely yes. you can find on YouTube, YouTube, yes, that's it. And and Both I've seen TV. some of that because I have worked with the guys from Both TV um, in a short film that's due to come out. I think I don't know what's happening with it at the moment, but um, in yeah, post. it's in post. Yeah, it's in it's in <laughs> post. It's in post. Everything it will happen. Always in post. It's always. <laughs> you never know, like until you see. Yeah, yeah, it's just insane. It is insane. No, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, any more stage coming up? Um, how did you feel doing the stage production? Oh, I, I loved it. I loved it. It just made me, it reignited my passion for stage. Um, I, obviously, film is the, the goal and the, 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 what do you call it, in my sights at the moment. Yeah. But if there's more stage or if there's more auditions coming up, I'm looking at auditioning for a musical very soon. Um, I, what else? Yeah, I, I'm very keen to get involved in pretty much anything. Anything yeah. where I can be doing what I love is what I want. Exactly, so. and it pays to be diverse <laughs> in this industry because you just you never know where your next production is going to 100%. come from. Yeah, yeah. so sure. and you have to be open for it, don't you? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So now Chantal, <laughs> yes. you're a singer. I am. Do you sing with bands? Do you write music? Tell us a little bit more about that. Ooh, okay. Well, I have been performing since the age of five. So I grew up in a very musical family. Uh, I have two older sisters and we all sing. And for a while we were in a little group um, and that was sort of the thing that we wanted to do. Cute. Yeah, three sisters, I know. And we all sound the same and we all harmonise. Yeah, it's been good. And then I think we just grew up and life sort of got in the way and jobs and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but I, I love to sing. I sing pretty much every day just to make me happy. Um, it, I want to move my focus back onto it or, or, you know, just balance my focus a little bit more. So I've still got that side coming up. Um, but, yeah, musicals is like a combination of acting and singing. So, of course, that's, you know, something I would love to do. Um, but I sing musical theatre mostly. I do love musical theatre. Um, I'm not much of a folk singer. I don't really do that sort of thing. Um, any ballads, Celine Dion, that sort of thing. The big, you know, the big, yeah. you know, just the easy ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, Celine Dion, she's so easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's mostly sustained notes, Celine Dion, yeah. yeah. She doesn't really do a lot of runs. <laughs> she's, she's pretty easy to cover. Um, very cool. And yeah. do you have any, do you gig locally? Do you do any of that at Not all? at the moment, okay. not at the moment. I Obviously, I've moved to Brizzy now, so that is definitely something that I want to if I can get that on the side of my three jobs that I'm doing, sure. I'll do that too. Why not? <laughs> I might have something for you. Oh, we'll I know. Chat later. How, <laughs> in- how intense is it? Like when you're a, a female 
in this industry. Mm. We do not stop. No? No. I think, uh, I know I have one day off a week and I still end up uh, working. Yep. It's yep. insane. So you've got four jobs, three jobs? Three jobs, yep. Two teaching jobs, one retail job, just to sort of sustain myself and... Pay <laughs> the bills. Keep afloat, exactly. yep. Um, I think I mentioned I moved to Brizzy uh, last year through during the pandemic, which was very interesting. That would have been fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Yeah, and, and even though it's I'm constantly doing things and my life is crazy, crazy, and everyone knows it's like that's my thing. <laughs> Chantal's always busy. Yeah, um, I love it. You know, it, exactly. It enables me to do what I want to do. Were you this way as a child? Were you always. a child that was always busy? Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. At school, I did everything. Mm-hmm. I was in all the choirs, <laughs> all the bands. I was sports captain as well, so I had like you know everything so going on. Not only are you busy, <laughs> but you can run things. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be organized. Yes, there you go. There you go. That's That's a really good skill. It's a good skill to have, for sure. Yeah. Mm. I think that's the mark of uh, a good performer. Not not just being busy, but being organized and busy. Being your own CEO. But if if you're constantly late to things or you're missing deadlines or (laughs) not showing up to things, and I've known people like that, I I sometimes am late. <laughs> but I do try to show up to everything. Um, so it can, yeah, it can it can be the mark of a bad performer if you're... Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, time I management is very important. When I first started acting, I think I got told, you know, you are your own business. So I very much took that on. I went, okay, cool. So I need to do this, this, this. I need to go to networking events. I need to train in American accent. I need, you know, so you just list mm. the things that you need to do to better your chances and grow your craft yes and no, that 100%. mindset will set you apart from everybody else as well yeah yeah always yeah. work the so business side of things is always the one thing that most people hate doing <laughs> so yeah you really as long as you can get on top of that then yeah mm. what is the biggest thing you would you would be or the person that you would be if you weren't an actress singer oh what a good question um I w- okay i would love to be a pilot Whoa! Yeah. Oh wait, uh, what kind of pilot? A commercial pilot. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Um, Those cockpits are really small. I used to be a flight attendant. Yes. They're tiny. Are they? Mm. Yeah. I just, the idea of flying, I, I love planes. I love that we as humans can travel, you know. Yeah. It, it just fascinates me. Not right now. Well, okay, not, no, not now. <laughs> you know, normally, um, I think the, the idea of flight and everything has always fascinated me. And um, yeah, it's just, it's such a f- thing of freedom. That's amazing. That. There is, is she an actress? I don't know. Someone, I'll, I'll touch base with you afterwards, but there is someone that I heard on a podcast, and that's exactly what she did. She became a pilot because she was just tired of having to rely on other people to get places, and so that's, so wow. she just flies herself wherever she wants to go. Well, I and mean, she just takes not? little, <laughs> she takes little flights, you know, just because, oh, I'm just going to go fly today. And, you oh know, and gosh. she like buzzes ex-boyfriends. So homes yeah, once, once you're up there, you can get your own little plane yeah. and uh, off you go. It's on the bucket yeah. list. So you can, yeah, you can, <laughs> so you can totally do that. Yeah. Your pilot's license is quite expensive and it's like $20,000 to start off with and then you've got to do like 100 hours and then it's like another $20,000. So it's pretty expensive, but it's worth it. It'll be worth it. It's You'll fine. get there. You will get there. You'll get there. That's amazing. Yeah. <coughs> All right, guys, let's take a short break. Hi there. My name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes. We're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like, and a subscribe. 
Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. And we're back. Sorry, you're cracking me up. Chantal Elise. Mm. You can check her out on Instagram. She's represented by Ego Management. And, of course, she's got some really cool content up on your Instagram. The ones that I love, is it you and your sister on your piano? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my God, so cute. <laughs> What's your favourite song to sing? Oh, with, with my sister? With just in general. It has, it's a musical theatre song and it's slow, but it's just one of the most powerful ones on my own. Oh, oh yeah. Exactly. Okay, take it away. Do it. Sing. <laughs> do you like hate it when people dance, do that? Monkey, and you're like, dance. oh yeah, I'm a singer, and they're like, sing something. <laughs> and I don't it's hate like, it. I know a lot of singers do, mm. but I I think it's a chance to actually do it. So it's. I think it depends. Like if it's like some random punter in a pub, I'm like, oh yeah, twenty bucks, yeah. <laughs> and I'll sing a line. But you know, they're like, what? I'm like, this is my profession. I get paid for it. No one's coming up into your job asking you just do it. I mean, that's fair. Right? True. Mm. True. Mm. Very true. True. I wouldn't just perform a facial on somebody just because they're like, oh, <laughs> my skin feels weird. Do it. Yeah. Facial me now. Oh, wait, wait. You do facials? Can you do me right now? Like, I, you uh, know, I just, yeah, I'll give you exposure. I'll give you some exposure. I've yeah. got a pen. Yeah. Yeah. I can draw on your face. You know. yep. Well, I mean, I guess that sometimes it happens to doctors when people are like, oh, you're a doctor. What, do you, what is this? What, what is, is this? this? Yeah. Can what you is look it? at this? Can you look at that? It's red and it's itchy and it's right on my pubic bone. What is this? Like, should I pop this, do you think? Someone did that to me just recently. And not that because I'm a doctor. Because you're a doctor. He was, <laughs> he was just like, oh, I'll show you. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you need to go and get that looked at. <laughs> it was wow. pretty insane. In public. Wow. He's a special man. Very so special on my man. own, it was from... Flamers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I had to move away Let's from that. Let's bring it back. <laughs> I had to move away from that. <laughs> Yay. Hello. Have you been in Lamers? Um, no. Oh. Be one of my dream roles for sure. I loved on my own. I mean, I remember in the nineties that was the audition song. Yeah, it's big. It's 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 bold. It's um emotional. key changes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, Absolutely. what's your voice type? Oh, oh, sorry, your voice. What what voice range? are you? No, not range. But what voice are you? What voice am I? Yeah, I don't have the classic musical theatre sound just because I wasn't really trained in that sound. Are you a soprano? Mezzo? Oh yes, yeah. yeah. you're a soprano. soprano. Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's what I was getting at. Okay. I don't know how to ask okay. that. I don't know. What is it? So mean? high. I sing so the high. You song. sing high. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I figure because if you sing Les Mis, a lot of that. Do you know on my own? Range. No. <laughs> Would you like a little? Yeah. Can you? <laughs> I mean, only if you want to. Don't feel yeah, pressured. She loves it. She loves I'll it. give you some money. In the rain, the pavement shines like silver. All the lights are misty in the river in the darkness the trees are full of starlight and all i see is him and me forever and forever beautiful (laughs) (laughs) i've got goosies goosebumps and i got a little bit teary too Well I'm drinking done. wine and eating cheese. So well, you know. <laughs> you Welcome <know>. to Wine <laughs> and Sympathy. <laughs> this is what we do on this podcast. It's not really <laughs> about meeting people. It's just an excuse for us to day drink yeah. and eat uh, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
And now everybody knows. <laughs> so do you look at your life sometimes and go like, I've got a five-year plan? Are you one of those people? Because you come across to me as a CEO, exactly what we just talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I grew up thinking about like the law of attraction and writing goals. And I remember in grade 10 or 11, I wrote a whole list of goals just about life and about school and, and things. And I remember ticking every single one of them off. And I was like, nice. I want to do this like all my life. So, yeah, uh, um, very much goal-orientated, um, where am I going to be? Um, obviously, with COVID, that has definitely put a spanner in the works. Like, I don't know with everything going on where I'm, where I'm going to be, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but I originally was going to move to Canada. That was my goal. Oh, well done. Yeah. Good idea. Well, yeah. And there's it was a lot happening in Canada. Yeah, yep. yeah, but there's also a lot happening in Queensland. There, there is now, yes, because hello, who beat COVID, sort of. <laughs> I say sort of because yeah. I'm knocking on wood yeah. and then I'm also wood. turning around. I'm not going to say the M word that ends yes. in Beth. Yes. We are, no. yeah, we're very, very lucky at the moment that yeah. our industry has taken a bit of a boom. Um, so, yeah. So, obviously, I stayed here and um, just working very, very hard to build and build, um, get involved in all these productions that are coming up, um, you know, constantly updating profiles. One thing one thing I have got to mention, I just, I'm quite proud of it, actually. When I moved from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. No, from Gold Coast to Brisbane. I was blonde. Um, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, I was bright blonde. And I think with the move, I just wanted a change. I just wanted a, a little identity change and an update. And I remember I was losing weight and I just made all these positive changes. And with that, as an actress, you have to change your headshots. Yep. Everything. Your showreels. Yep. And all your self-tapes. So here I was with my entire acting profile that I had to update. So I have done that now um, and obviously sent that off to my agent and everything like that. But it's it's so much work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a, a lot, lot of work. work. Yeah. I had to read your mind stuff because I was yes, blonde. Yeah. I remember. And then I've gone red. Yep. I, I love your colour. It makes your eyes mm, pop. It does. It's Guys, really you can beautiful. see all the photos of Chantal Elise on her Instagram. So please make sure you do and like her. Yes. Beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> gorgeous chestnut brown hair. Just amazing. And she's, amazing. she's like amazing. She is. Oh, I'm so excited to see what's <laughs> happening in your future. <laughs> now, I have a Thank question you. for you. Yeah. Because a lot of the agencies in Brisbane tend to be more film and television based. Does your agency help you with finding theatrical roles, stage roles? Um, there haven't been a lot come through, to be honest. Uh, I know Mary Poppins came up. And they right. Offer, yeah, they did offer to put me forward for that. Um, but that was... And I think I... I, I I did, but it was in Sydney, and I'm just I'm not sure with everything going on. Sure, about yeah. That. So I, yeah, I was Sydney's a little bit back hesitant. in lockdown. Normally I wouldn't be. Normally I'd be like, yeah, go for it, go for it, do whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it's just a little bit unsure. But yeah, but they can they can do that. They have access to um, those auditions as well, of course. Yeah. So yeah. yes, technically with theatre in Australia, you don't necessarily have to be agented. Like they're happy to not go through agents. Is that so? That I did is not true. Know that. Mm. Yeah, so I didn't yes, know that either. Don't, yeah, I, that's just the experience that I've had with the different musical theatre companies wow. that I've auditioned for. They're like, yeah, if you have an agent, that's fine, but you don't have to. Wow, I yeah. had no idea. Mm. Whereas film and TV, completely different story. That's literally the only way you find out about those auditions yes. is through yeah. agencies. Yeah. But okay. theatre's a little bit different. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. What's your favourite role so far? That I've played? Um, yes. 
It's all right. You don't have to give us the production. You can just give us the name of the character or the, the content of the character. Her name was Karen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Karen. And she was super bitchy. I loved it. No. Um, I actually really enjoyed my time on, on both TV's Growing Pains. Mm. I got to play this really bogan. Um, uh, she was a young detective. And I found very much similarities in myself. So she was very determined, um, wanted to prove herself, that sort of thing. So it was quite easy to tap into that. And then I got to turn on the Bogan accent, which was so much fun. Um, because uh, you can hear I'm, I'm quite a uh, – I'm a speech and drama tutor. So I'm, I'm very well spoken. Speak yes. clearly. So we can actually yes. understand what she says. So <laughs> for those of you outside of Australia, Bogan, Bogan. is kind of like – the uh, equivalent, yeah, but I don't want to put yeah. rednecks down, you know. Oh, come on! I have some what? really good redneck friends back home, and I love <laughs> them. But it's, so I'm not going to say redneck, because that's not really the term that, but kind of like that low class sort of, but uneducated, but in, but not always. I don't know how to. I think Bogan, let's yeah. say, oh God, I'm only going to do another Australian colloquialism. They're true blue. They're yeah. real yeah, Aussies. Right. They sound yeah. really like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. So that salt of the earth, they are genuine. Yeah. Yeah. They are... Country con- almost. Yeah, country. country okay. would be... Well, redneck. Yeah, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being... Well, not all rednecks are country. That's just very true. If so <laughs> I think if we look at accents like Australian accents, it's that classic Australian that we are seen to have. Yes, that's Correct. right. It's, I guess it's kind of like the stereotypical... Like, g'day, mate. Yeah, you that's know. right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> How many accents can you do? Oh, my God. All of them. Go. (laughs) (laughs) I I love accents. Yep. Um, I do American all the time. All the time. All the time. How is it? Let's hear. Oh, okay. Well, I I work in retail, so sometimes I'll just turn it on and be like, hey, guys, you know, welcome. Is it okay? That sounds more Canadian, but I mean. (laughs) Canadian. (laughs) It's because I'm placing it really high, I think. Yeah. yeah, Bring it down. It's a a bit nasally, (laughs) but it's good. It's good, though. Like, I mean, it doesn't sound Australian. Okay, good. So there you go. There you go. What else? Um, um, British. I, I, I try and I did a b- um, accent course recently with oh really yes with Helen Howard. She was um, an amazing coach and she was actually performing in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh, Melbourne. fantastic! Oh, fantastic! That's like one of my favourite plays. I so in London, it. it was so amazing. Oh, it's fantastic! Just got loved it. <laughs> fantastic! Fantastic! <laughs> yeah. Would you it. like a cup of tea? <laughs> 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 no, but I'd like a little <laughs> bit of sherry. Would you like some sherry with your lunch? Yeah, no. Do you cook my sandwiches? Yeah. <laughs> but accents, accents is so much, so much fun. They are fun. Mm. Yeah. yeah. They are fun, but they are tricky because mm. everybody's ears are different as well. That is true. And that even though true. we think we're sounding like that, I know it's going to come across silly, but I, well, I was doing an English accent course the other day and I thought I sounded like it. I've lived in England. Oh, right. I, I should know. But I come across as a, a Cockney Aussie and it was weird. Wow. Yeah, really? because I haven't given enough thought to the character, hadn't placed mm. my intent there, and then I just went to this whole, like, I know something was in the back of my head. And see, so I think English, an English accent in terms of the UK, the British yep. Isles, there's so many. So broad. There's so many there. So I, I almost feel like there's really no way you could technically get it wrong because who knows where you're from over right. there. You know, you could be from Wigan. Who knows? You'd be from anywhere. East London. Shropshire. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Somerset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Huddersfield. Yeah. <laughs> What's that one? I don't know. Anyway, you could be from anywhere <laughs> over in the UK. We could just rattle off <laughs> names <laughs> of villages <laughs> for <Jersey>. hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like London on Sea. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, so there's so <laughs> many different <laughs> accents to come out. But I guess when I studied, they had me do the standard English. London. Yeah. Standard okay. London accent. South London, basically, was the yeah. accent that I studied. So, mm. But I mean, I can do Southern. I can do New York. I can do like Californian. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is probably close. I hope to so. My you are American. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I'm not from those areas. But you're American. It doesn't matter. American. Like I'm not from those areas. So I'm going to sound mm. different, right? Oh. 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 Yeah, so, uh, but my favorite, of course, is the transatlantic <laughs> accent. That's the one that I like to put on the most. I think it sounds the best. Don't you agree? Totes, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I think yeah. it's great. We it's love it. it. Yeah. You don't hear it enough these days. You don't. <laughs> you know, like, literally it died out in the 50s. <laughs> Chantal, what's your favorite movie of all time? That's a very hard question. Sorry about it. <sighs> yeah. Um, give, me, give me a top three. Okay, uh, Moulin Rouge. Mm. Excellent. Good. Yep, very good. Um, I actually love A Knight's Tale. Brilliant. A little, little bit of Heath Ledger. Yep, yep. Um, I've never actually seen that. God rest his soul. Mm. And it's a classic, but... Um, Bring it on? No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it's a... Um, oh, my gosh. What's it? It's cold in here. There burr. must be some Toros in the atmosphere. I said burr. burr. It's cold in here. <laughs> there must be some Toros in the atmosphere. I said, oh, we, oh, we, oh. Ice, ice, ice. ice. Bring it back now. Sorry, that was a little segue. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Mel Gibson. Um, Braveheart. Braveheart. Oh, yes. Wow. Beautiful. Brilliant beautiful movie. Really? Never seen it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Mel Gibson gives me the creeps. He can't. He yeah. Mm. But that's such a good movie. It's it Sorry, Mel. I'm sure you're a legend. You know what? I went to Sterling, where his character Ooh. is from, and I saw this statue. <laughs> and it does kind of look like him. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> it does. That's cute. And like, I'm like, but he, yeah, okay. <laughs> so that, those are your fa You've got a bit of a historical drama that. going on. Yes. So what is the character that you want to play? The See, if you had to play a character of your dreams, yeah. what is it? Okay. Um... I've always wanted to play... Okay, so... I feel like Catherine the Great or something. You're going to say something like something that. Something like that, yep, definitely. Two two things. So one, some sort of period drama where I'm Catherine the Great or even um, uh, Elizabeth I. Elizabeth oh, yes, Brilliant. I yeah. love her, love uh, her. Yeah, I love her story. I love what happened in that in that family line. Um, but then the other side of me is like kick-ass, badass, um, not a damsel in distress, like something, you know... Like Superhero. A, uh, not even that, more an underdog. Oh, right. You could still be a superhero, an oh, underdog yeah. superhero. This is true. I could see that for this you. This is true. Yeah. I just remember watching the film Divergent. Yes, and love I it. And I sat there and I went, oh. <laughs> that was such a good that film, actually. A good series. It was, yeah. and it was really sad that it was cut short. So oh, they, they only did four? Did the, no, they did two. No, they did, no, they did four. Divergent. Yeah. yeah, it's four. They did Divergent and Allegiant, and they didn't do the others. They did they Divergent. They did. Um, Allegiant something. was the second one. So I read all the books. There's four. I've they watched all movies. They never finished them. No, they did. Um, are you thinking? You're are thinking. You you're thinking of the Katniss. No, that's no. no Hunger that's Games? Hunger Games. Yeah, actually, Hunger Games. Hunger Games Brilliant. is great. I'm pretty sure they didn't do. <coughs> no, because I've watched them all and they're on stand. Really? Yeah, I've, I've watched them all. Yeah. Too. Are you thinking of um, Shadow? Um, no, 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 no. Um, Divergent, Insurgent. Those yeah. are the two that they did. I'm pretty sure that's and then it. Allegiant, part one and, and Allegiant. Did they? Yeah, yeah, there's four. I've watched four. I never 
never saw it because well, I was you need to get on the TV it. and like all the the old uh, streaming service and get you, oh there you go, God, babe. They did. Yeah, I'm generally what? always right. Yeah, Sammy. well, most of the time, yes. So you know, listen to me. But yeah, I didn't know they finished them because I remember they talked about it and then they were like, "No, we're not gonna." But I did see. I saw Divergent and I saw Insurgent, but I never saw Allegiant. Yeah, yeah because I just thought they didn't do them. Well, now. I've been schooled today, <laughs> thanks, ladies. Well, you've got some viewing to watch this yes, evening. We were just talking and on about. That note, we were let's take a short break. Up and gone, okay. Why didn't Harry just shoot Voldemort with a gun? Do all wizards turn into ghosts? How do the owls know where to deliver letters? What actually is magic? And why are all the bad guys in Slytherin? We've checked the books, and the answers aren't there. So if we want to figure it out, we're going to have to do a podcast about it. Podcast Nine and Three Quarters, a show where two sisters, us, delve way too deep into the lore of the Harry Potter series to try and answer all of these unanswered questions. It's a debate series. Half of the time we do real research, and half of the time we make dumb jokes and argue about how we think the story should have gone. Like how Harry definitely should have ended up with Hermione. Or have you considered Ron? Oh, Ron and Harry? Okay, okay, I'm listening. And if you want to listen, you can find our new episodes twice a month on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find great podcasts. And we're back. And we were just talking about, what were we just talking about? We talked about TV shows and things we wanted to be a part of. Mm. I really love Australian drama. What's your take? Oh, somebody's left their phone on. I told you to put it on silent. That's the computer. It's a bloody computer. (laughs) Bloody computer. Um, I've been watching a couple of TV shows, Australian TV shows. I watched Eden recently, which is filmed in Byron Bay. Right, yes. And then I've also watched Tangle, which is a Ben Mendelsohn drama with Justine Clark as the head. Brilliant show. Three seasons available now on Netflix. What is your take on Australian productions? Uh, The format being sitcoms or... No, we don't have sitcoms, sorry. Dramedies. Mm -hmm. Um, I think think we've made huge steps in the last couple of years with, with this sort of thing like more and more is being produced with all these like um um n- networks like binge and that sort of thing so that's really exciting to see um things like eden you know so brad mcmurray who was actually my tutor back at nifa um he's on that and he I plays a cop he does he does very well i'm sure brilliantly <laughs> actually it was really good yeah um i actually haven't seen eden yet it's on my list um but yeah i think we're, i think we're doing very well and with this hope, with this boom in in our film sort of side, hopefully the TV gets a side of that as well, and, and mm. we see even more being brought out, more dramas. Because um, I tend, I think we tended to go towards reality more so. Yes. And I think we we here in Australia need to see a bit more, more and more drama, and more and more. Um, I don't know, relationship drama, family drama. We've got like so blue. many stories to tell. Mm. Yeah. I would like to see more comedy, actually. Because yeah. I feel there's a lot. I feel everything I watch on Australian television when I watch it. It's quite depressing. It's qu- it is. And it's quite yeah. dramatic. And yeah. it's it's kind of, you know, it's a sad story. It's someone's sad story. Which, I mean, that's th- and it's valid. Sad stories are valid as well. But I want to see some more joy. More but there could be so much fun in the everyday life of a surf guard on Bondi Beach. I know we have Bondi <laughs> Surf Rescue. But, I, I mean, look at those cool shows that are happening now, um, the Four Rooms or mm, yeah. those other productions we had, or everything that involved Ben Mendelsohn when he was younger, or everything with that, that comedy. Claudia Carvin, look at everything she's done. Yeah, that's true, that's true. 
we could do a great Brisbane show. Uh, it could be workers at South Bank. It could be workers at a I actually Goma. have an idea. I do have an idea for a show that I think would be a fantastic series. I think I'm going to pitch it to Stan. Um, I think we'd be really good at it. Yeah, yeah you definitely, <laughs> yeah, you should. I think we I could be housemates. It. It's it, well. It, it would be a show that includes a lot of diversity, and it wouldn't be the stereotypical type of diversity that you constantly see on Australian television. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take a different spin. So yeah, I'm working on it. Okay. Mm. Nice, nice. Well done. Yeah. I'm excited for mm, you. Mm. You're in it. So okay, good. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in it. You're now in it as Very well. Cool. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> because you because you can do accents. So <laughs> cool, cool. So we need that. We're gonna need that. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah. Just on that, I think there's a sh- there's a show that I absolutely love, a place to call home. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've never seen it, but I have heard of it. I yeah. I've watched the first two seasons. Yeah, I I think I love um, Noni Hazelhurst. I think she's a brilliant. classic, brilliant Australian actress. Yes, and um, you don't see many of those sort of TV shows being made here. I think you know set mm. back a little bit later and up, you know earlier in time in history, not that far, but still, um, yeah. it's just something that I really enjoyed seeing. Yeah, because um, we tend to make very modern sort of stuff. Yeah, we do. There's modern and dark. Yeah, modern and dark. Or like retelling of like you know underbelly series and that. Sort yeah, of yeah. Yeah, so we need to get get up get get I over really underbelly. Even though I wasn't underbelly <laughs> razor, <laughs> we need to just like get rid of it because it's like you know we know Australians. Well, no, not get rid of it, but I mean we've told oh, we've told down. the story. Yeah, we've told we the all story. need to come down. My favorite Australian series is Upper Middle Bogan. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite. I own. I think I own series one and two on My DVD. mate Muddy's in that. Yeah, Michaela Bannis is in that. And nice. That's, yeah. That's when I met her, I was like fangirling, but quietly <laughs> because I didn't want to say like, I love you and I'm a middle belgian. I didn't want to say that. I was just like, hi. <laughs> how, I, I how think we going? have a lot to learn from <laughs> New Zealand. I've watched a couple of shows recently that were created in New Zealand. Outrageous Fortune for one. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Do yourself a favour, check it out. Outrageous Fortune. Uh, it is brilliant. It follows a family and their trials and tribulations and it is so worth it. Mm. Um, I, I think the way they created that show and they created those characters is, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I really hope we see that here in, wow. in Queensland. I will admit, I haven't watched a lot of uh, New Zealand television, but I would like to. Yeah. Cuz that what that's one of the things that whenever I go to a different country, I like to look at the television to see how how they portray themselves to the greater yeah. public, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that was the disappointment that I had in Australia because there wasn't enough Australian television. It was like there was a lot of American TV here and I was like, oh, but I just left there." <laughs> you know, <laughs> like when I went to the UK, it was like UK TV everywhere and and I loved it because it was you really got to see what they wanted to put forward to the world in terms of how they view themselves. But yeah. coming here, you I mean, there were a few things like Pack to the Rafters and I enjoyed <laughs> watching that and there was a Brisbane show, I can't remember what it was called, but one with a lot of young kids that was filmed here back in the Camp? No, it wasn't Camp. That was filmed down in Victoria, wasn't it? I'm not I'm not oh, I think it was filmed in Victoria. There was one that was filmed up here and but it was like a one word like camp, but okay. it was I don't remember what it was called. I can't recall. Yeah, but it was like 2009, 2010, somewhere around there, um, filmed locally, and um, and then you was got it Paradise Point? No. <laughs> now <laughs> that, that was a great things. show. <laughs> the Bureau of Magical Things, which yes. is filmed here in uh, on the Gold Coast, but yeah. it's syndicated around the world now, and my mate stars in that, which is my friends in it. Yeah, too, yeah. yeah. So it's same. Oh, I love our little community. Yeah, that's right. Chris Summers is yeah. in it. Yeah. And Rainbow. 
Yep, and Kim Tsukakoshi. Yep, so I've, I've done um, cabarets with her. Um, <laughs> so it is, and it's just amazing to see, you know, see your friends doing mm. things and then and to doing see well. It, yeah, and doing it well and to see that it's getting around the world. And, and I think we need more of that in Australia like that whatever that formula is yeah you need to apply that a bit yeah, more yeah I agree because it's 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 a un it's universal tellings of stories is what yeah. it is and that's uh, I feel that we can tell Australian stories but we need to tell them more universally so that it it sort of resonates with a wider it stop being so deep and dark and like old mates got a sawn off shotgun in the <laughs> shed <laughs> with a bag of coke yeah, like that seriously like that story <laughs> has been that done was like america in the 70s <laughs> but that's been done i mean that's all uh, yeah. every yeah. show in yeah. australia they've got some sort of drug reference it's like yeah, yeah i know we've got exactly. a drug underbelly and all that mm. but like calm down but not everybody is associated yeah. with that and yeah. i think you know it's time to get away from that dark underbelly of yeah. a lifestyle yeah, mm. definitely yeah i like to see normal people on tv yep and mm. more and yeah definitely more uplifting especially with everything that's gone on mm. i think we need to see some happier things mm. yeah <laughs> who's a person uh, or actress or actor or uh, i don't want to be rude non-binary i'm just going to go who's the actor that you inspires inspires you uh i would have to say jennifer lawrence Oh, lovely! Jesus, yeah, but not not for the reason that she's you know she's the you know leading actress and stuff like that. I think her as a person and and what she stands for and you know when she first came out and body image and and making girls feel comfortable. I think my motto is strong is the new skinny. Mm -hmm. that, that's my thing that drives me. So if I, if I feel physically fit and happy in my body and I, and I because ha I have an athletic build, yeah. So I'm never going to be super super skinny. And I think Jennifer Lawrence is a perfect advocate for that. Um, plus, she's an amazing actress, and you know she didn't train when she first started acting, which is even more amazing. Um, Natural yeah, gift. Yeah, and all the roles that she takes on, I just I respect her so much, and I would just love to emulate and you know that sort of thing. Head towards that path. Yeah, I, yeah. One day, one of my goals would be to play her sister because I've oh. been told a few times that I kind of look like her. That's kind of cool. You do, yeah, you do. Yeah. I love her. that. Yeah. Well, Jennifer Lawrence, if you're listening, <laughs> get over to Australia and do a film so yep. we can we've cast your sister. Elise in it with you. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, buddy film. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, sisters. Sist oh, we could call it that, sisters. Oh, is it that time of the day? It is that time of the day. Do you want to grab that little blue thing? Sure. Yeah. So your job, your responsibility is to ask us a question. Oh. So, and, and we're probably going to ask you the same question, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. So, um, we don't normally every ask our guests, but... For season two okay. of Wine and Sympathy, we have decided to ask ourselves questions that just explain a little bit more about our crazy psyche. So this okay. is a little game called Open Up from the makers. Wiggity Bang. Wiggity Bang. Yes, <laughs> right? So we don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and it's a little game that we, that Vanessa and I play with each other. And it's filled with these questions, one, two, and three star questions. And we haven't really worked out what the stars mean. We thought they were level of intensity but mm. we've had some one star questions that are like that super are intense. intense right and then some three stars that are like super intense so we have no idea what the stars mean okay. but we ask our guests to ask us the question and then we answer okay all right well okay. um, what I said. this is the question <laughs> if you were in a life-threatening situation and had time to call only one person asabi who would it be oh, life-threatening i'd call my mate Catherine. Mm -hmm. yeah okay I'd call Catherine. Why? She's very level-headed. 
and just very cool and calm in a crisis. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And she's and she's helped me a lot throughout the years. She's probably the person I've known the longest since I've been here in Australia. Yeah, okay. and she's a pretty cool dude. She's a very cool dude. All right, so if I was in a life-threatening situation and had time to call only one person, who would it be? And you know, off the top of my head, I can see people that I would ask so life-threatening. Mm-hmm. So I would never want to call my mum because she would freak out and probably have a heart attack or a stroke, right? Um, I wouldn't want to call my boyfriend because he would probably have a heart attack or a stroke. <laughs> He's like her mom. <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't want to call my sister because... No. Um, but would I... I'd probably call uh, either you, Asabi, or I'd call my friend Alex because she's very... Uh, she's very... She gets, she gets shit done. Mm. She gets... And she and will... she's strong. And she's strong. She's and she's strong. been through a lot mm. and she would just know what to do. So, yeah. Okay, right. Chantal. Yes. If you were in a life-threatening situation and had t- time to call only one person, who would it be? Okay. Um, okay, so I – there's two people that come to mind. One is my best friend who also it helps me be quite level-headed and, and, you know, she would sort of lay it down and go, right, do this, this, this. But my first, my first initial thought was my dad. So my dad is an ex-police officer. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, so he does have quite a bit of knowledge on that. Um, and, yeah, I feel like he would be able to offer some very, very helpful advice at, at that time of need. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So you go to the person with the knowledge and the person with your heart. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. Mm. It's a hard one. It is a hard it one. It is, because there's a yeah. lot of people. There's a lot of people you can call. Triple mm. O. Triple well, <laughs> I don't know that I would trust to call Triple O. I what? Well, okay. Ooh, shut so the front door. I know this is bad, and I love I love all of our frontline workers. Don't get me wrong, but I was driving to rehearsal one day, and I saw a man sitting on the railway track. Oh yeah, I remember now, this day. We have three tracks that run out here, and I'm pretty sure that one of them only has heavy freight, and the other are the commuter trains. But I didn't know this. So I'm driving and I just, you know, you just, you see it. So I pull over and I see him sitting there and I call the police right away and I'm like freaking out. There's somebody sitting on the track. Yeah? What are they doing? I don't care. Just get out here. And then uh, and then I heard the train whistle and I'm like, <gasps> a train is coming, you know, and I'm like freaking out. Mm. Never heard back. Like I gave my information. Never heard back. I, I su- I, like now I know that there are multiple tracks out there and so that person was probably sitting on the freight track and didn't get hit and I never heard anything about anybody but you were still being a really good citizen yeah Yeah, but I mean I was crying and totally freaking out and just like oh my god and like this train came by and I was like (gasps) oh you know but it would have been nice if someone had called me back and had said just so you know yeah you know just to reassure you yeah exactly because I, I was worried I like and, and the person they looked sad they had their head down you know and yeah who knows they might yeah. have wanted to go and kill themselves exactly whoever I hope you if you're listening and even though you probably aren't I hope you're safe and go and give beyond blue a call mm-hmm. that's right mm-hmm. so if you're ever feeling down or talk to your friends people do want to listen Actually, they do want to I listen something there um, I re- very recently had a friend pass away because of that. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was it was awful and, and very out of the blue. So, and and she was a beautiful person in the industry, our industry, um, and it rocked a lot of our worlds very very recently. So, 
uh, if anyone is feeling like that, I encourage you to speak up. Um, it is very important. I think there is a stigma around, you know, feeling that way and everything. And um, the more attention we can we can draw to it, the better. Yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent. Do we have a resource with the Media Arts Entertainment Alliance at all? We do, and I cannot recall at the moment. But well, I'll add it to our hashtags and we'll put it in our notes. Yeah, but um, notes. I'm sure you guys but all know that Asabi is the president for Queensland for the Media Arts Entertainment Alliance. And, um, yeah, this is a really important topic. I'd love to talk about it more. Mm. But, guys, I think we kind of run out of time. I think we have run out of time. But, Chantal, it was so amazing having you here. And thank you so much for coming by and speaking with us and singing <laughs> to us. It's beautiful. Thank you so um, Yes, I'm, I'm going to pass your name on to someone, so maybe we might get you performing here in Brisbane. Um, and on that note, bye! bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.